Hello and welcome to Point Streak, a podcast where we talk everything gaming and the issues that concern gamers. We're all members and contributors at Enthusiacs.com, and thank you again for joining us. You can follow us uh, on Twitter, at Enthusiacs, or our YouTube channel, Enthusiacs, where all our video content resides. Uh, I am your usual host, Jeff, or Baron Fang, and this week I am joined by Jennifer. How Hello. are you? Good, how are you? Good. Uh, I am joined by... Vernon. Hello. Good, sir. And how well, are you? I am excellent. <laughs> and welcome back to G-Man. How are you? Uh, I'm all right. Thanks. Yourself? Good. Been a while. I think uh, Strategy Games was the last time mm. we got you on here. So. Which, at least a year it's or two It's been a while. Ago. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, let's, uh, let's get straight to uh, what everybody has been playing. Uh, how about you, Jen? What have you been playing lately? I have been playing exclusively Dragon Age Inquisition. Uh, it was a recent purchase, actually, and I'm so glad I bought it. I've said this before, I didn't really like Origins, but I'm completely obsessed with Inquisition. It's so good. The best way I can describe it is if, like, Mass Effect and Skyrim had a love child, mm-hmm. and it's amazing. Cool. I love it. How about you, Vernon? What's uh, been keeping your attention lately? I've been. I just finished Mass Effect. Um, I'm going into Mass Effect 2. I've been playing a lot of Halo 5 multiplayer, and I tried Fuse recently. I don't know if you guys are familiar. It no. was recently. Uh, it was recently called Overstrike. Um, before they changed the name, I think it was released in like 2013. It was. Uh, I'll have to send you guys the trailer sometime. Um, but uh, yeah, it was originally called Overstrike. They had some, I guess, product testing, and people didn't like something about it so they changed it added a darker tone and i was trying to play it with my wife because it says on the back of the box that you can play with two players and uh, apparently we both need paid xbox live memberships to play split screen on the same xbox <laughs> so i will be returning that uh, tomorrow wow wow Ugh. what an age we live in right <laughs> um <laughs> wow uh g-man what, what's been uh, on your dance card no, a lot. I've been playing uh, Ashes of Singularity, a bit of Vermia Tide, and uh, City Skylines, in fact. Oh, wow. So uh, there was just uh, a, a recent fun. update there for that, was there not? Have I, am I right? Uh, yeah. Yep, I'm downloading which, it now. Oh. <laughs> uh, City Skylines. Yeah. Yeah, um, I think it was the winter, the winter one, which they made a very awful pun saying this is the winter of our content which is is a winter of discontent (laughs) (laughs) i cringed when i saw that but it was very i love it (laughs) i one thing i love about that game is they release uh you know it's not just bug fixes they'll release and give you new content every once in a while for free i think that's really cool Hmm. it's the paradox motto they're brilliant for that sort of stuff Mm -hmm. they uh they do it a lot with their uh, Europa Universalis and Crusader Kings series as well. Oh. Well, uh, speaking of winter it coming, I've been playing Game of Thrones, the uh, <laughs> Telltale series, and I think I'm on the last chapter uh, of that one. That's been interesting. Um, be curious to find out if there's a sequel or not, and I need to keep my save files for future iterations. Uh, I also yeah, have given... On a season two for that. Oh, there. Okay. Um, but right now, coming out with a Batman series. Yeah. Telltale. Oh. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, mm-hmm. we'll have to uh, have to get Greg on to talk about that at some point. <laughs> have to, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I've also tried out Kona, which is an interesting uh, sort of mystery, first-person mystery game 
um, set in the uh, Canadian wilderness. Um, it's still, in, <laughs> of course, it is. it's still, yeah, yeah. as they, as so many are, um, it's, uh, it's still in early access and it's a little bit rough around the edges, but, uh, I got it for free and <laughs> I'm, I'm curious to see where it goes. Uh, yeah, it's very interesting. It's, uh, a little bit different from a very small, uh, developer. Well, um, Let's get to our main topic at hand, and I will give credit where credit's due. Uh, Greg gave us the idea. Uh, I can't believe we haven't thought to do this before, but uh, we're going to be covering uh, what you would widely call uh, a stack of shame, uh, but I'll call just for the purposes of the podcast, I'll call our gaming backlog. Um, just just uh, walk back in time with me, everyone. Um, and, and I'll leave, maybe I'll leave G-Man out of this, Maybe, maybe not. I, 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 can't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how young you were when you started playing. But if this resonates with you, let me know. When I was a kid and and I play was playing games, um, I never had a backlog. I it was a situation unless it was Christmas and you got a couple of games at, at a time. Basically, games were you buy them, you get them, you play them straight away. A backlog was. It just wasn't a thing. <laughs> fast forward to yeah, fast forward to today, and uh, you know, even going back more than four or five years ago, I don't really know that I ever heard the concept. Um, and then a friend of ours, a mutual friend of ours uh, called uh, Noel, uh, was the first person I ever heard <laughs> use the term "stack of shame." And ever since then, I have. I have had a stack of shame. <laughs> uh, so we're, we're definitely in a new world of, of sales and, and of convenience purchases and, and I guess cheaper games that make this sort of thing possible. But uh, I mean, are, I'll start with you. I mean, are you with me? Was, is this a new phenomenon to you when you were younger? Did you ever have a pile of games that you just had to get to? No, de- definitely not ever. I mean, I when I bought a game, it was like this event, and I would want to rush home and play it as soon as I could, and I'd play it till I finished it. And yeah, th- this whole stack of shame backlog thing is definitely new. And I mean, at most I've ever had maybe a few for like Xbox or PlayStation yeah. Two or whatever to get to, but it's Steam that has yeah, really. Yeah, yeah, and we will cover that. <laughs> Uh, yeah. I, I'd say you're much the same boat, Vernon. You started playing fairly young, but uh, what I, I can't imagine you had whole piles of games to get to, uh, or, 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 or am I wrong? Not piles, maybe ten. Yeah. Um, but uh, it would it would never be to a point where I was like worried that I would never get to them. Um, but <laughs> yeah. you know, I had I had school, and you know, I couldn't play video games all the time, so that ended up being the case. Is just never got around to some of them, and then um, as I got older, yeah, it didn't really stick with me until Noel said something. And actually, for Steam, there's a there's a um, <laughs> what is it a calculator that looks mm-hmm. up your entire like, game library <laughs> and adds up in hours and stuff like that, so you can see how many hours it will take you to com- fully complete your uh, your entire Steam library. Have you ever, G-Man, you seem to know a little bit about this, have you ever actually gone through the exercise? <laughs> yeah, I quantified it. It was something like uh, you can watch Lord of the Rings back-to-back special edition 27 times or oh <laughs> Russia, Russia two or three times so effectively I could probably drive around the world if I wanted to be smart about it or finish your wow. Steam uh, backlog wow that's 
That's a, that's amazing. Well, uh, I mean, for for me, uh, until I until I became an adult and, and had a bit of you know more disposable income to throw around, it, it never was a thing. Uh, although when I became a collector, and we we'll may we might get into that again later, it, it started to become a thing rapidly. Uh, I might just uh, I'll start with you, uh, Vernon. What what's your personal count looking like right now? Uh, just in round figures, like uh, or, or, and and I guess more to the point, how do you feel about it? <laughs> <laughs> Are you comfortable? Are we talking all my consoles and then Steam? Let's let's separate it between PC and consoles, just for argument's sake, because I think there's going to be some patterns here. Ooh. Um, <laughs> so I've got I've got 121 games on Steam. <laughs> um, and of those, I'm thinking maybe half have gone unplayed. Wow. And then another seven between my four consoles that I haven't played yet. And wow. not to mention the downloads uh, for, like, free every month Xbox Live stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's another thing that increases stacks is these bloody free gra- free games, yep. you know? When I was a kid, you paid for games. Um, <laughs> how, how about Back you, Jen? Uh, you, you're better than most at, uh, at working your way through... Uh, through backlogs, what what would you be at right now between PC and, and console? Sorry, me. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry, I didn't hear you were talking to. You. Um, for honestly, for consoles, I don't really have any backlog at all. I just recently got a PS4, so I've only had I think I have maybe four or five games for it, hmm. and I'm going through them as I'm buying them. Yeah. Um, Steam, I have like 67 games total, and I only have maybe five to ten of those that I still need to play. But the only reason it's that low is that I just got on the Steam bandwagon last summer. <laughs> yeah. And There's no excuse. I mean, <laughs> I know, right? I got to catch up. I think I had maybe two games that I could play on my old dinosaur laptop, and all of these were bought, pretty most of them at least, in the yeah. last summer sale. Yeah. So, yeah, I bought a lot all at once, and I know it's coming this yeah. summer. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah. I, I, last time I looked at the uh, estimate counter, I think it was like uh, third week of June is when the next one's coming. So, batten mm-hmm. down the hatches, everyone. Hey, mm-hmm. by, by the way, Vernon, uh, just thinking of Jen's comments about PS4, may, maybe uh, the dearth of uh, releases for PS4 is Sony's way of helping us get through our personal backlog. <laughs> is, it, is it possible they're doing us a favor by not releasing anything worthwhile? I mean, it's it. You know what? It very well may be possible, uh, just because I just I, there's so many games, there's yeah. so many games to play, there's so many games that I don't even have that I would like to try. So yeah. yeah. Well, uh, G-Man, you're a bit of a PC purist, to put it mildly. What's <laughs> dare I ask what your count is like? Uh, I I, uh, I see you turn over stuff fairly quickly, so I'm curious to hear what your uh, it's stack of uh, is. it's not a good count. I just <laughs> I just. <laughs> I just checked, and I know it's about vaguely the same. It would take me approximately 3,293 hours to finish <laughs> off my Steam library, which actually works out to watching the entire Lord of the Rings trilogy 289 times. Wow, that's even worse than you thought. 
Yes, it's even worse than I thought. Yeah. Um, and uh, personally, uh, I have just it's it's odd that you have you've you managed to buy more Steam games than I have, Vernon, in the relatively short period of time. But uh, you, between you and Jen, you've you've been pretty hardcore converts. I I think I'm sitting around 40 games now, uh, and that's only after a concerted effort. And on the console side, I'm probably <laughs> sitting at about a dozen. Uh, and as Jen could probably attest, uh, almost all of those console games are used. So, <laughs> yeah, yep. which is how it goes. Um, I, I, just a general question: Why, why stack of shame? <laughs> why, why, why isn't it just stack of curiosity? Like, why, why are we ashamed? Is it, is it just? Uh, does anyone have a theory as to why they've been they've... so decadently capitalist? Yeah, I, is, is that what it is? Like, uh... Well, my thing is that like I've got all of these games, for at least for Steam, and a lot of them were purchased in like bundles. Yeah. So, for instance, I've got Assassin's Creed 1, 2, 3, Brotherhood and Revelations. All five of those were bought uh, for me um, in, a, in one pack. It was a Steam sale. Yeah. I think it was a winter sale way back when. So... Yeah, I mean, a lot of these were were bought as combo packs. So when I look yeah. at these, it's just like ah, uh, I I I feel like I should probably get to at least some of these. I've never played Left for Dead or A Long Dark. I, I wanted to play, but because Jen got like convinced me to buy it, and like, <laughs> I still haven't played <laughs> so it, and just like damn, I need to like get on the ball and actually play some of these because like you get in a rut where you play the same games that you're used to over and over yeah. and that, that you're comfortable with and or at least for me anyway. So that's why I call it a sack of shame is because like you know I have so many games that <laughs> I'm purposefully avoiding avoiding playing just so that I can play games that I know and not be disappointed with my purchase yeah yeah well vernon you've kind of segued nicely into my you know broader question about why why it happens uh and i and i think uh you know you've brought up one uh, major area is that you know sometimes it's a a gift or a purchase of opportunity where you're getting everything in a bundle uh i mean for you jen it seems to be almost exclusively the uh the sales that uh, that are catching your eyes is it anything else that's uh in your case, that's that's contributed to the list growing exponentially like it has? <laughs> no, I mean, I don't think so. I think the the big thing really is the sales because I've never experienced, you know, oh, Saints Row is $5. I've never experienced something like that before getting on Steam. Mm-hmm. And it's just, you know, if you're a gamer and you love collecting games or playing games at all, it, it's just so tempting to jump on that and to, like, grab everything you can while it's really that cheap because you know you're going to get so much more for your money yeah and it's so exciting like yeah i don't know (laughs) it's awesome what about you g-man is there any one thing that drives your purchasing habits when it comes to to this stuff that 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 allows it to get out of control or yeah Sales and being bored mostly. Um, <laughs> you would think that'd be impossible with the amount of games you have, but uh, no, it really does. It's like you know, okay, I'll buy some games and I'll have a look at what's on the sales, and I'll be like, oh, okay, I'll buy that, yeah. and I then I'll not, never touch it. I did not think the boredom would come up as a reason, but I, you know, I know. now that you, now that you say it, it actually, and it's and it's pathetic and decadent that, that yes. we're all agreeing, but it's true, isn't it? Sometimes, as Vernon was saying, you're just you know, you're in a bit of a rut, 
and it's just so easy. It's like it's like the the, sh- the shitty candy and stuff that's up at the till at the at the checkout. It's right there. Um, I, I'll, I'll make a point just before I, I ask you, and you another question, Vernon. But I I think, and this is all down to um, to Valve and the sort of the genius twisted though it may be of the Steam design. Steam is in addition to being a storefront. If you think about it, it's kind of in its own way social media too. You know, you've got your friends, mm. you see what everyone else is buying, you're all talking about it. I mean, we all do it in, in a group. How much of our stack of shame can we blame on one another? I'd think a fair bit, really. If you, I mean, look, Long Dark, <laughs> Vernon, yeah. wouldn't, Vernon yep. wouldn't have Long Dark moldering away if it wasn't for Jen going on about how good it is. I mean, we're all, we're all enabling one another, too. And, and the way Steam is designed, I, I don't know how much time you guys spend looking at your profile, but... If you scroll down it, in addition to seeing what everyone's doing as far as uh, achievements and what they're playing, it's also showing what everybody's buying. And when you you click on something in the store, it tells you what everybody else wants. That and who, and owns if it's it? on, who owns it? If it's on their wish list, like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it really it really is kind of a, a group thing. Uh, and I, I've noticed even within our relatively small circle, when something gets purchased by a couple of people, it very quickly, you know, turns into a few more. <laughs> you oh, yeah. know, uh, that endorsement really means something, particularly if the price is right. And I'm sure that when the sales on that, that just gets times ten. You know, because we're all like, oh, he got something for a dollar. I'm in on that. You know. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. Um, Vernon, uh, you, you mentioned bundles and. Uh, <laughs> Is it does do you ever actually find yourself looking at it thinking, okay, I'm going to save money if I do it this way versus breaking it up into individual purchases, or is it does do you ever really get that scientific with it? Is it just purchases of opportunity? Yes, to both. <laughs> um, so yes, I you know I look at I look at bundles if they if they have them. I think the bundles really pop up more when Steam sales roll around. Yeah. Um, or you know, developer weekends and stuff like that. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah, exactly, exactly. And then, um, you know, so I, I look at it from that perspective, um, especially if any of those games in that bundle are on my wish list, um, which wish lists, huge problem yeah. for me, at least, um, yeah. because I've got, I'm looking at my wish list right now, yeah. at least for Steam, and I've got 48 games on here, none of which I've really been looking at. They've just been like, oh, well, I might not buy them right now, but they're somewhat <laughs> of interest, and I don't want to spend $10 on it. Yeah. So, you know, there's there's that. And then Amazon, ugh, Amazon, um, <laughs> which doesn't have that many sales in regards to games, but when the sales do come around to games, they're really something special. And, um, yeah, I, I got to take advantage of it. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I get you. There, <laughs> there are times when it's just too good to, excuse me, good, too good to pass up. Um, the uh, a, a, po- a point I was going to make about the Steam sales too, and or, or more of a question, and maybe I should start with Jen because she's definitely the uh, the most susceptible to this. Um, it, can I let, let me put this to you? There's there's um, maybe four or five. Is that fair to say? There's maybe four or five large-ish Steam sales throughout the year. If you if you if you don't include the just random ones that come up, there's some like key event ones that are pretty predictable. Yeah. You know, between Halloween, Christmas, summer, and a couple of the other ones. Do you think if you limited yourself to only ever buying in those like flagship sort of sales that it would make any difference? <laughs> Or would you? Would your stack just be as bad, really? 
I don't think it would make any difference because, <laughs> like, I mean, like Vernon said, my wish list is pretty long, too. Anything I'm remotely interested in, I'll throw it on there as a way to kind of keep tabs on it yep. to remind myself because it's so easy to look at something and go, that looks amazing. Go to another page, forget what it's called, and then never find it again. Yep. So my wish list is always pretty long, and in those sales, I'm constantly looking at it and jumping on what has a good price. Yeah. So, you know, I don't think that would change. I would hate waiting, don't get me wrong, <laughs> and I don't know if I could do that. But I don't think waiting for the summer sale would make me spend any less. I would just spend more during the summer sale. Yeah. How about, how about you, Vernon? Do you, do you have, Are you looking at the calendar thinking, I can wait? And and does that end up making any difference, or do, your number, do you just end up making the some, same number of purchases in the end? I, I tend to wait. Um now as opposed to earlier <laughs> in my <laughs> playing career because yeah. um, I realized that I was breaking the bank going along with these uh, with <laughs> sales yeah. and uh, just yeah I'll just keep it on the wish list when it gets to five dollars then I'll go for it yeah. um, but uh, other than other than that yeah I, I tend to keep a keep a, a better eye on it now as opposed to before <laughs> yeah uh, G-Man, I might uh, spin it a little differently for you. Uh, all this, uh, you know, people thinking they're clever, you know, waiting for sales, shopping around, being patient, not being patient. Do, do you think in the end it causes people to spend any less money or do they just end up no. saying, oh, oh, I saved on this. So now I can <laughs> now I can spend what I was, <laughs> gonna, you know, it's kind of hard to tell. It can be uh, a little bit of, oh, yeah, I saved twenty dollars I guess I can now go buy more. Okay, <laughs> yeah, you might yeah. also think you might also be more along the lines of, oh, I saved twenty dollars uh, and somehow managed to get fifteen different games. Yeah. Yeah. It it's a, a bit of a challenge to tell if one person's gonna go one way or the other. I know <laughs> yeah. myself. Uh, I haven't really bought anything in the last couple of Steam sales because I've kind of tapped out on everything I want. Yeah. Man, that's bad when you get to a point where you can have a Steam sale and <laughs> there's nothing the that catches your fancy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, sorry, it was like ahead. that last. It was like that in the New Year's sale, the Chinese New Year's. Yeah, I was a little bit like that too. I, I think I ended up getting one thing, which is just unheard of for me. Uh, I'm sorry, they had a sale for the Chinese New Year. Yep. They did, yeah. Did yeah. you not know? Did, did it wasn't no. a huge yeah. sale, but it was pretty big. Yeah, yeah, they it were was doing modest. lots of sales. Wow. At, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Holidays like that. Get, get ready for an Arbor Day and uh, Secretary Day sale later in hey, the I'll year. Hey, I'll take it. <laughs> I, <believe> it. <laughs> um, I think, you know what? If I could add something to that, I think that's what Steam counts on mm-hmm. is that, you know, we'll, because you have that feeling of, oh, I saved this much on this, so let me, let me splurge a little bit more. I think I can, <laughs> I think I can be a, you know, a little bit uh, frugal with my money here, you know, so it, it, it really, I think, I think they rely on that. Yeah. Um, that you're going to feel that and that you're going to go and, you know, get a, get two other games and then the addiction starts. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and Vernon, your your comments about wish lists earlier reminded me of something else that's kind of insidious when you think about it, because wish lists are also ways for your friends, who are also gamers, to be able to buy you things. <laughs> you know. Yep. So you, you just right there, it's encouraging purchases uh, again on, on the st- on the storefront, and the the, the uh, stack of shame grows ever larger. And uh, <laughs> um, you know, 
fair enough. Gamers are going to buy one another games. What else are they going to buy for one another? You know. Um, I love how easy uh-huh. it is. Oh, and it, it yes, that. and it's and like everything it else about easy. it. It's ridiculously easy, and it's ridiculously easy to receive them and flip them if you don't. <laughs> if you don't just want to keep it in your inventory, you know. Regifting. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Regifting in a, What's in a really. Way. Speaking of gifts and stuff like that, shout out to Finna Wolf on Enthusiax. Um, she mainly interacts on the forums a lot. She always buys me at least a couple of games a year, and I so appreciate it. Yeah. So thank you. Yeah, and I, I think just about everybody here has had a Christmas gift for the last few years from G-Man, too, on, uh, yeah. <laughs> on Steam. Yeah. So. I try. I do try. Yeah. Oh, that's right. You got me uh, the Warhammer. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, uh, a little pattern I noticed earlier... Um, and uh, I, I don't know the reason for it. Maybe I mean, and it might it might get to the point where it's a little less pronounced, given that there's now just almost as many digital purchases available as on on consoles. But very clear distinction in terms of you know a a, a smaller stack of shame, generally speaking, for consoles. Uh, in the past, I think I think it's probably just because of the expense, right? I mean, the average console title is still pretty pricey. Um, but setting that aside, now that there's a lot of digital purchases, is, I mean, Jen, for, for you, what would, I mean, the main reason for you, without, without uh, answering for you, it seems like the main reason that you have a shorter console stack is just because the PS4 doesn't have as many games available so far, right? Yeah, for the most part. I mean, there are a few games that I still really want, um, but mm. yeah, the list definitely isn't that long, yeah. but ultimately the price plays a big part too because even if there were a lot of games i still wouldn't have a stack of shame because i couldn't afford them they're at least going to be what 2030 now occasionally they have had sales like i got um the vanishing of ethan carter which was a really cool fun experience yeah i didn't want to get it on steam because i wanted it on ps4 reading that the graphics were going to be a little bit better and they dropped the price quite a bit so i jumped on it but yeah, I mean, occasionally you're you're still not getting the same sales. So yeah. I don't think I'll ever have a stack of shame that equals Steam. Vernon, you've purchased an Xbox One recently. Um, obviously, you haven't had time to build up a, a shameful stack there just yet. Uh, but you know, just from what you've seen in the store, etc., do you ever think that the problem could be as pronounced for you on there as it is on Steam, or is it a different animal? It's the price is a factor um yeah. when i go when i go into the store um actually recently because my my wife and i just bought fuse because we wanted to play together mm. um and that was what 10 bucks so within that uh, you know i think those are reasonable prices for games that have been out since 2013 but some like uh for instance uh, jurassic park the game the telltale version um mm. that's 30 dollars, and that's been that's out. criminal that's criminal yeah. Like that's been out for years, so yeah. you know that that was one of their like first story-based like point-and-click games from Telltale. So I, I don't I don't know. I mean, it's still thirty dollars. So I, I just like I, I don't get it. Even online, it's it's just 55. to be clear. Th- this is just the base game. It's not like some special hang on to your butts edition or something. That's just the real. <laughs> It's the the game with like four or five episodes on it. It's the whole thing. And I mean, Uh, even like I'm looking on Amazon right now for new buying it new. It's like thirty six dollars. So I heard it wasn't even that I don't know. Yeah, like I don't don't even know what's (laughs) special about it, but my my wife wants it. So I'm going to buy it for her. But still, like the price is a factor. And depending on where you buy it could 
determine whether you make that purchase or not, okay. which is why wish lists, wish lists do help. Yeah. You know what may be good, too, is the Lego Jurassic game that came out. I heard that that one was really what, good. Do you mean better. after the Jurassic World movie? or? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, All right. Yeah, the Lego uh-huh. version of it. Yeah. I heard better reviews about that one, and you're probably going to see a good price on it in the summer. Well, before we go oh. off into a hero talk like tangent, uh, <laughs> I might I might, oh. uh, I might steer us uh, towards a question. Now, I don't know what I, I wrote this down, thinking to myself, I wonder if Vernon's in the same boat as I am. I'm I'm a bit of a collector, uh, although my collection is rather specific in that uh, I, I'm a collector of Dreamcast uh, games. Um, I, I'm not just a collector of 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 um, retro games in particular it's specifically dreamcast and i I just realized the other day that my backlog there and this is a backlog that goes back as far as 10 years is still over 20 games and these this is something that i've been collecting for pleasure so even if it's a case and and there is no easy way to get your hand on dreamcast games they are not purchases of convenience and i've still managed to rack up 20 plus games backlog and i i would be struggle to get that down it just it is what it is, and 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 that's with you know all sorts of time and effort into going to 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 buy them. So, uh, Vernon, have you? I remember years ago you were at least talking about it. Do do you do you find when you're looking for older stuff that you end up piling it up too, or is that something that's not really a problem in your case? No, not really a problem. Um, you know, the, the funny thing is I'm looking to build, rebuild my Xbox 360 library because mm. I'm looking to build my gamer tag mm. um, and my gamer score points. So yeah, um, maybe it'll get bigger and maybe it'll just kind of like flourish and be as many games or even more games than what you have for your yeah. Dreamcast. So yeah. let the games begin, my friend. 60 games, <laughs> 60 games, and I've and there's 20 of them that I've never even played. <laughs> It's pretty, it's pretty bad <laughs> considering how much time I, I spent trying to uh, get my hands on them. Um, G man, you're not really much of a collector, are you? I mean, apart from just co- uh, collecting Steam games no, no, at a prodigious really. rate. Oh, <laughs> uh, I haven't, I have had an old collection of PC and Xbox 360 games, but I really don't have the room for them now. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, we we might get to something practical like actual discussion about uh solutions we can even call it breaking the backlog uh with uh, and i have to credit vernon for this because you've been somebody that in the time i've known you has on multiple occasions kind of like laid down the law with yourself about i am gonna start kicking this backlog getting through it you know i'm not gonna buy any new games for a certain amount of time and I know that you fault you know you've wavered on that here and there along the line but you've been pretty consistent about uh you know wanting to get it back uh i mean is there any strategies that's worked with you vernon or is it just you know just hiding the wallet and and just saying okay i'm not buying anything new until i play at least x number of games or uh, how how do you go about do it or is this just a is just just one of these new year's resolutions you make that never really sticks (laughs) (laughs) actually it has been working recently because uh I've been powering through quite a quite a few games. Um, I finished Fallout 4, um, the Master Chief Collection, although I still can't get a multiplayer match on there. Um, <laughs> Halo 5. I've, I've been I've really been you know powering through the games that I actually want to play, um, and you know just 
pushing through and making myself do it. So yeah, if you uh, if you ever if you ever doubt yourself and your ability to get through your stack of shame, you can do it. It just takes <laughs> focus. Yeah. And your wallet yeah. will thank you, I think. Um, uh, J- Jen, you actually have for somebody who who went from zero to many many <laughs> dozens of games in in, in a. a very quick uh, streak last year. You've actually done a pretty good job. I mean, other than just um, just having an appetite for games and sticking to it, is there any strategies with for you, or is it just just loving games and just plowing through them, really? You see, I'm laughing because there's two <laughs> reasons why I don't have a large backlog and a larger number of games. One is that I've been very poor this past year. <laughs> <laughs> and two... I uh, recently immigrated to another country, so I wasn't working for months and months. So I had a lot of time. Yeah. Well, that helps. So, yeah. So (laughs) I not only couldn't afford to keep adding to my backlog, but I also had plenty of time to play through them. That's honestly the only reason I don't have a larger backlog. So what you're saying is get really (laughs) poor and don't have a job, and you'll chew through that (laughs) backlog in no time. I don't think I will ever have Vernon's strength. (laughs) Like, yes, now I'm working, and I know this summer sale I'm going to spend way more than few I need will, to. Few will, Jen. Few will. <laughs> I'm in good company. What can I say? Um, yeah, I don't I, I don't think I'll ever really have a strategy. If I can afford it, and I don't, I'm not, like, going crazy and I'm not going into debt or anything like that, I don't think I will ever really – like, I'll joke and say it's a stack of shame. I don't think I'll ever really mind it. Yeah. Numbers can rise. I don't care. Ver- Vernon, you'll, you'll like this. I, I have the words on my notes here, breaking the backlog and then Dash and Vernon. And I don't know why, but in my mind's eye, what I see is is the cover. I don't know if you've ever seen the cover of season one of Breaking Bad, but I see you in your underwear in the desert with a nine millimeter <laughs> on the cover like Walter White. Vernon, breaking the backlog. Oh, my God. <laughs> Can just, it, uh, Vega Goose, if you're listening, can you get on the graphic design for this? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh my I, God. I need to, to see. Though. I need to see a Photoshop of that. He um, has to. Wow. Uh, well, I mean, I'd ask you if you have any solutions, G-Man, but it sounds like you're sinking further and further into the mire. So, do you have? Any- oh well. <laughs> despite the fact that I've purchased a couple of new games, I'm about where I was. Uh, at least a year and a half ago, so I'm more or less treading water. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, look, at least you're not drowning then. That's uh, yeah, 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 yeah. At least I'm not drowning. I suppose is uh, what what's the takeaway from yeah. that. Well, for for me, it's been uh, the the progress that I've made to date has really been just you know from partly financial uh, necessity and also just just looking at it and we we said it earlier, just being ashamed that I have this. <laughs> Uh, that I've not made. I mean, I, there's a couple of games on the list that I had purchased um, literally years before. You know what they should do? There should be an option that allows you to sort them by when the, when you bought them, so that you can really highlight how, how bad it is. That would probably help me. Yes. But uh, yeah, I, it's for it's just been very, basically forcing myself to, uh, to to go back, and, and I haven't regretted it. Like you know, it, it's sometimes it's been a case of uh, you know just saying okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get down and finally play this game. And I, I very rarely ever regret it. Uh, it's just, uh, you know, it, if you always go <laughs> if you always go back to the store with the assumption that, oh, you're going to find that next thing um, that, that's going to, you know, tantalize you and, and not at least give your existing library a look, I think you're doing yourself a little bit of a disservice. Um, 
Well, well, thanks, guys. I, I think I covered just about everything I wanted to on this topic. I think we had a, uh, a variety of offenders here, although I, I still am, cannot believe Vernon has managed to pass me on game count in such a, <laughs> a short amount of time. But, uh, well, Skills. Uh, getting those bundles, man, getting those yeah, bundles. Well, we're all yeah, gamers. I mean, it, it was it was going to happen. And, uh, you know, and, and we get busy at different times, I'm sure, too. And, and in the periods where we're not, we I, I guess it's just uh, it's it's just our instinct to just go out and collect things and <laughs> and uh, and get them during the, uh, the 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 bumper periods and and go back to the library during the lean periods, I guess. Um, Well, thanks again, guys. Um, You you can follow us on Twitter, as I said, up the start of the show, at Enthusiax. Check out our YouTube channel, Enthusiax, where you can see all our Let's Plays and other video content there. Um, You can join in on the forum in the top right-hand corner of Enthusiax.com if you want to see the discussions there. Our email address for this podcast is pointstreak at Enthusiax.com if you have any questions, feedback, or suggestions. Um, we have other podcasts on the site, of course, uh, that you can sample as well. If you want to check out our podcast section there. Thanks again uh, to my guests, Jen, Vernon, and G-Man. And thank you for listening. Join us again on another episode of Point Streak. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thanks. Bye.